Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, buckle up. Let's get to it. I'm Dan Haggerty. Hello, welcome back. I'm going to try and hold your attention here. We got a lot to talk about. It might get a little heavy. Bear with me. Email me at dan at wrl.com. Tell me what's on your mind if you have any questions. Like this viewer who told me to talk slower. I'll, uh, I'll try. So it's sometimes kind of hard to watch the news nowadays. I know things get a little conflated. One topic can bleed into the next. Then a soundbite gets taken out of context. It's Facebook. It gets memed. It can be exhausting. It happens all the time. And if you're not careful, you can be misled or, or, or distracted or maybe angered by a sensationalized story. Here's an example that I noticed. Two events that happened on the same day last week that seemed like they were directly related when in fact they were more like like um, second cousins once removed. Event one that happened, Wake County proposed new guidelines for removing controversial books from its public libraries. They did this because of last year's confusing back and forth over the book Gender Queer. It's a graphic novel about a person discovering their transgender. Then, event two happened that same morning. Protesters went to the home of Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, who has been very outspoken about the book Gender Queer, calling it pornography and filth and inappropriate. And the protesters accused him of trying to ban books. It seems like those events belong together, right? All part of the same story until something confusing got tossed in. You see, after that protest at his house, Robinson sent us this statement saying, we have never advocated for the banning of books. If you want to purchase and view a book at your local bookstore or public library, you should have the right to do so. And now you at home as a viewer are like, what? Huh? I mean, wait. Is he trying to ban books or not? If not, why are people protesting? Also, if not, why is he out there yelling about them, calling them filth? Well, let's explain bit by bit, starting with the book. You see, Gender Queer got caught up in two different news stories at the same time that started to blend together a little bit as the months went on. The first story involved removing the book from our public library. Public. Now, if you're curious, I did an entire segment on this part of the story, gave some context surrounding the banning of books and free speech. And as always, you can find all of my segments just past my smug photo by scrolling all the way down to the bottom of the page. Just Google Dan Haggerty WRL. You can't miss me. The second story involving Gender Queer had to do with our school libraries, schools, and kids. And that's what gets Robinson all fired up. Right now, the book is on the shelves at several school libraries around the state, including two high schools in Wake County. And why does that matter to, to people? Well, because of two reasons. I like explaining things with numbers. First, the imagery. Genderqueer has a few pages of graphic sexual content. How graphic? Well, I can't show you the pictures on TV. And while that metric isn't necessarily applicable to the types of content we put in our public libraries, for adults, school libraries with kids, high schools and middle schools, they're different. Here's UNC law professor William Marshall. The standard for obscenity, for example, uh, is a lot higher when you're dealing with adults than when you're dealing with distribution of, of sexually explicit materials to kids. In another context, for example, um, broadcasting that goes to children 
maybe treated a little bit differently than broadcast that goes just to adults. So yes, there is a difference in the First Amendment. Okay, right? And again, in this case, there are images in the book that aren't just too graphic to show. I can't even really describe them over the air right now. So clearly, it's reasonable to consider that that type of content could be inappropriate for kids. So why is everyone so triggered when the lieutenant governor says so? And that takes us to the other reason why people don't like genderqueer. They have a discomfort with or even a downright disliking of LGBTQ people and their relationships. And some of those people applaud when Robinson says stuff like this from the pulpit. There's no reason anybody anywhere in America should be telling any child about transgenderism, homosexuality, any of that filth. And yes, I called it filth. And if you don't like it that I called it filth, come see me and I'll explain it to you. Now, Robinson's been saying stuff kind of like that for years. At a church in Winston-Salem, he said, quote, everything that God made serves a purpose. Will somebody please explain to me the purpose of homosexuality? What does it create? It creates nothing. In 2017, he wrote, you cannot love God and support the homosexual agenda. I could go on here, but you get the point. You've probably seen it in the news before. People have been asking him, though, how he can say those things about the LGBTQ community and expect us as voters to ignore his personal bias when he's weighing in on policy that directly affects the rights of gay and trans people. And he has always said kind of an interesting response. Listen. Look, my spiritual beliefs about transgenderism and homosexuality is completely separate from this office. And I can keep it separate from this office. And that is not the issue that we're talking about here. Again, I'm going to state this to you again. My personal beliefs and spiritual beliefs about homosexuality are not pertinent. Okay. Now, I always ask you to ask me questions. I want to ask you one for just a second. Do you find that explanation reasonable? I mean, put the topic aside. Just consider the rationale. I've been trying to grasp it myself. It sounds to me that he wants people to trust that his personal views that are deeply rooted in his faith, which he describes as the foundation of who he is, can be ignored when he's considering policy, that his personal opinions don't influence the way he sees society in his role as lieutenant governor, or more importantly, the society he's trying to help form with his influence and power in elected office. I mean, maybe if his job was to count widgets, his personal opinions on things wouldn't matter, but he's an elected official who helps create and legislate policies that affect the lives of people who live here, North Carolinians. We elect people because that work is subjective and everyone approaches it differently. Maybe I'm off base here. If you have a better way to explain it to me, please email me. I'm interested. Dan at WRAL.com. Look, I better wrap this up before a giant hook starts creeping into the frame. The point is, there are like four different stories here that usually get crammed into the same 50-second report, and I kind of felt the need to clarify that maybe some of you needed some clarification. I hope this all made sense. If it didn't, or if you have other questions, you know how to find me because I repeat it over and over. Dan at WRAL.com. And I'm hoping that I spoke slowly enough for everyone, but not too slowly. We'd be here all night. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. Wake Med Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, 
your choice. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.